today's video is all about how to invest in property if you have money in a company rather than in your own name. So let's jump in. Hi, my name is James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast. Yes, that's why right. we're going through another really, really useful question on the topic of property once again, because this is such a powerful way to uh, make strong returns when you are looking to strengthen your financial future because of some real fundamentals around property, which I've covered off in future videos. But you might be thinking, I've got money in a company, maybe a company because I'm a contractor and I work through a company, maybe because I own a business and money is stuck in the business and I don't want to put it into my own name. What do I do? How do I invest in property if I'm in that situation? All right? Well, today you're going to have the answer. And first of all, I want to shout out to Roddy for asking this question. I think it is a very useful one because I think a lot of people get confused around how all these different companies work, right? If I'm investing in a property and I maybe want to buy that in my personal name or in a company versus money that maybe is in a company or in my own name, it all starts to get very complicated and messy. And if we don't do it correctly, then there could be some big negative for negatives for us. We could end up with penalties, big tax charges, and we don't want that, right? Because it could take out or even mean that take out all our returns or even mean that we're getting a, a negative return from these investments right okay so let's jump into it so the first thing is when you have money in a company all right um that's great okay you, but you've got to be clear that it's very different to having money in your own name because the money is owned by the company. Even if you're the only shareholder and all it does is really operate for your benefit, then it's still owned by that company technically, right? So when you wanna buy a company, and I think this is one of the biggest myths people tend to have, a buy a property, sorry. Historically, people bought them in their own name, but increasingly, again, I've covered this off in a previous video, people are buying properties through limited companies and that's because of them some regulation and tax benefits as a result of that. Now, generally speaking, for a lot of people, it is becoming the norm now for buying properties if it's for investment purposes. Now, if you want to invest in a property with money from a company, you don't need to buy the property in the company that has the money. And actually, in fact, it's better, not always, but it's usually better if you do it in a separate company. And I'll tell you why. And that is because if you invest in a property, in a company that has a trade in something else, it does businesses and other different things, then if you're looking to get a mortgage, which I would say most people do when they're looking to buy a property, then for a lot of lenders, they don't like that. And they don't like it because it's very confusing, it's messy, it's complicated. They don't really know what's going on. Because if there's money in there from, from other business opportunities and you buy a property, then it, it will be difficult to understand what's to do with the property and what's to do with something else. It all gets very complicated. And for the lenders that give you the best rates, the cheapest rates, which let's be honest, we want because 
the cheaper the cost of a mortgage, the better return we're gonna get from that property. If we want to take advantage of those, then we want to keep that separate. And we do that by setting up a company specifically for investing in property, right? And what we call in the trade is an SPV, a special purpose vehicle. So I'm just telling you that because if you hear it, you know what they're talking about. It simply means it's a company specifically for something in particular, which is to buy a property. It has a special purpose to buy properties and it is the vehicle in which you're doing it. The company, right? The company is the vehicle in which you're buying the property, okay? So if you say have 50,000 pounds in savings in your own company and you wanna use that to buy a property, what you can do is you set up a separate company. That company would then buy the property, but obviously this separate company has no money. Your other company does. So all you need to do is loan the money from one company to another. And it's really that simple, okay? You just formally loan the money from one company to another. And there are some rules around how you acknowledge that loan. You may actually have to pay some interest from one company to the other in return on that, right? To acknowledge that loan uh, because of tax purposes. But in practice, that doesn't really make a difference because if you own 100% both companies, the company that had the money and the company you're buying the property with, even if you loan the £50,000 but you might have to pay some interest back, right? Then yes, that other company is going to have to um, pay that interest, but the tax, sorry, okay, let me be clear on this. This company would have to pay interest to this company as an example. Okay, so that's a cost there. But that money is going to the other company, which is a profit for you. Now you could then say, well, this company is having to then pay tax on that interest because it is profit it's making. And so that is a negative for you. But this company has had to pay interest and so can use it as a deduction on its income, right, which will reduce your tax. So if you own both companies outright, the net consequence of loaning the money and having to potentially pay interest should be a net zero to you. Now, the big point here is you definitely want to get a good accountant who understands this. So accountants come in all shapes and sizes and they specialize in different things. So you may have an accountant right now that's really good at what you do and what your business is. But if you go out and you buy a property in a separate company and you'll start having to consider property income and all of the rules around that, then your current accountant might not be good at this new area in which you're moving into. So you might want to consider going and getting another accountant and certainly challenging and questioning your current accountant to make sure they really understand the rules around it. Because if they get it wrong, it's you that potentially will have to pay those charges and interest fees and penalties and so on around getting it, around sorting it, fixing it, yeah? So that's the key bit here. If you don't have an accountant because you've just been doing it yourself and just keeping it really simple, again, I would say get an accountant, right? Even though you might think it's fairly simple, you definitely want somebody that does this day in and day out because although it may be simple, if you don't get it right, it can cause big problems.
All right. So this is another thing to think about. When you start to deal with companies, investing in properties through companies, start dealing with multiple properties and so on, it does come with admin cost. And that is in money, but also in time. You need to think about how you're doing it. You need to speak to an accountant. You need to pay an accountant, right? They will likely charge you a little bit more money for setting up this other company and managing two companies. Shouldn't be a lot of money, okay? But it is a cost and you want to be factoring that in as part of your considerations about investing in this property or whatever else you want to be doing, okay? So in summary, if you want to invest in a property, say a residential property, in money in another company, in a company that you have, set up a separate company, loan the money to it, keep it separate. That is how you're going to get the best rates from a mortgage perspective. But you might be buying in cash, so you may want to keep it in the same company, right? There are other considerations to think about that might make what might uh, might work. Also, you can still get a loan or not. I'm not going to say definitely, but there are definitely ways in which you can get a mortgage if keeping the property in the same company as the other business or other trades of what's going on. But you will most likely need to use a specialist lender. So they're out there, but they usually cost a lot more money and they cost a lot more money because those lenders need to really think about your current situation, what's going on, does it make sense, and are they willing to still lend? Plus the broker that you're going to use as part of getting you this specialist lender will likely charge you more money as well because they're going to have to feed a lot of this information to the specialist lender. And again, that takes um, a lot more time and you know, higher skill often to be able to really understand that, which again comes on to another point, which is whenever you're dealing with a broker or a lender and so on, you want to be working with good brokers and a lender that you trust that you think will follow through on what you're putting to them. So if you don't, you can get a lot of false information. It can take a long time. And although they may say, oh yeah, it looks like we can actually many months or weeks down the line, it turns out you can't and you've wasted a lot of money and time in the process, okay? So going back to the really core of this, for a lot of people, really the best way to do it is to set up a separate company. And a few things I just wanna cover off here, okay? One, it is cheap and simple to do. All you need to do is set up that separate company. You can get an accountant to do it or you can set up yourself, but I would recommend an accountant. You will need a separate bank account because that separate company is a different entity in its own right. So the bank account needs to be kept separate as well. So again, you need to apply for another bank account. There might be costs around that as well. So you need to factor that in, okay? But you know, these days you can get very cheap or even free business bank accounts, right? You wanna be loaning the money from one to the next. Consider about the interest as well, but it should net off. There will be some responsibilities to company's house, Right? because you're setting up a new company you need to let them know you're setting it up you need to update them periodically say on your company's accounts once a year and also you need to inform hmrc so from a tax perspective you've set up this new company they're going to have to pay tax just like the other one as well so again that's going to be a little bit more work which you can get your accountant to do okay as part of your overarching piece right 
there's one other thing that I want to cover off before we close. And that is, what happens if you want to close down your company, right? Let's say, for example, you've got this business and it was making money and you had all these savings. But let's say, you know, in six months' time, you want to close it down. You don't use that business anymore and you don't want the company, right? Well, this is another benefit as to why you set up a separate company for the property, right? Because let's say you want to keep the property going, but you don't want the business going anymore. Well, if the property was in the same company, that would be difficult because you want to close down the company, but it has this property that you want to keep going. Then you've got to do something with it. You'd need to sell it to yourself or to another company that can cause tax charges as capital gains tax, it can cause stamp duty uh, costs and so on. So it can be very messy. So if it's separate, right, you can close down the business right, that you previously had but you've got this loan, right? You've lent money to this property company. So what you can do is you can give that loan to the shareholder of the company. When you liquidate it, close it down, give it to the shareholder, which is you, and then you then have that loan to the property company, right? So you can close down that property, com uh, that previous business company and still have that property company and still have the loan, but the loan will go to you rather than that other company. Okay, so another really powerful reason as to why you want to separate it. So, hope you found this video useful. If you did, please do give me a like, share it with others that you think would benefit from this content, and let me know in the comment section below. Did you enjoy it? Is there something specific that you'd like me to cover off uh, in future videos or go into more detail? Other topics in the area of financial education, let me know, and I can make sure this content is as relevant to you watching it. All right. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.